Hi, this is Emily. And this is Maddie. And this is Spill the Mead. Spill the Mead. Listeners and well met. We are so happy that you tuned in today for our very first episode of Spill the Mead. So I'm going to be telling the story today, but um, before we get into it, since this is our first episode, we're not usually going to dive right in quite so quickly. We're a little talking right beforehand, mm-hmm. but um, we just want to quickly tell you about ourselves since this is the first episode. So we are both stay-at-home moms. We both have cute little boys, and I have an older elementary age girl, and we're both in our local Renaissance fair. And yep. Huzzah. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We've been <laughs> best friends for five years, mm-hmm. and we just really love history and so also gossip. Yep, we love it. We're going to weed out all of the boring stuff and bring you the juicy bits of history, some of the best stories. And so if you have anything in mind um, that you would like us to talk about or look into for an episode, definitely let us know. Um, We have all social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all of that. So we would love to hear what you guys want to hear about. And just like any regular gossip you would hear about anyone, not all of this may be 100% accurate because truthfully, we don't know what 100% historical accuracy looks like. Right. You never for sure know the true story, which is why the gossip is so fun. It is, (laughs) yes. And on that note, before Emily dives into it here, we have a quick little disclaimer. Yes. Here. So the focus of this podcast is for entertainment purposes only, while the people and events mentioned in this episode are real due to the nature of historical storytelling. We cannot confirm the authenticity of specific details. That being said, please don't quote us in your history essay. Just enjoy the gossip for what it is. Gossip. Gossip. I love it. (laughs) All right. I'm excited. Okay. Bitch the pot, the tea is hot. So today I'm going to be telling you about Nero and Lacusta, his personal female assassin. Okay. Bad bitch. Lacusta. Yes. Okay. So Nero Claudius Caesar Augustus Germanicus, born name Lucius Domitius Ahenobarbus. Wow. Well done. Thank you. He was the fifth Roman emperor. Uh-huh. He was born on December 15th, year 37. Okay. AD. That's it. Just 37. Those right. two numbers. Uh, he's a Sagittarius. Yeah, I was just going to yeah. say his I knew that you probably know. Yeah. Yep. yep. He's a Sagittarius. <laughs> um, he was born to Domitius and Agrippina. So when Domitius was congratulated for the birth of his son, Nero, he said, oh, yeah, this kid's going to be messed up. And he's going to be a public <laughs> menace because he's me and Agrippina's son. Uh, and a Sagittarius. Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> he wasn't wrong, yeah. but ouch. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> so not off to a great start with Nero. No, there, there was no hope. No. They weren't even trying. They're just like, yep, yeah, this is going to be a disaster. Yeah. Here we go. I, I am really curious to know how mom felt about it, but dad was not. No. Had zero yeah, faith. No faith in his own son. Yeah. Um, so not off to a great start. And then two years after Nero was born, his father dies. Um, the upside of this is that his mom remarries and his new father the emperor, Emperor Claudius, pretty cool. Um, he adopts Nero. 
Aww. Which makes Nero the first in line to become emperor. Well, look at that. Yeah, cute. And that's how it happens. Yes. Downside. Agrippina, his mom, and his new dad are uncle and niece. Oh. Ew. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay. So, well. Yeah. Not good. What did you say? What AD is this? 37. 37. I mean, at this point, it's now 39. Okay. Still gross. Yeah. Um, so Claudius has a few children already, since Agrippina is his fourth wife. He has a daughter, Octavia, and a young son, Britannicus. Wow. Which is great. Yeah. I love that. No, yeah. <laughs> and when Nero is 16, he marries Octavia, his stepsister and first cousin once removed. So their family tree is just a whole ass circle. It's just one big yeah. banyan tree. Oh, of, it's, yeah. it's fucked up. But okay. don't worry. Octavia was adopted by another unrelated family so that her and Nero technically wouldn't be siblings anymore. And they could get married. No, that's that what I did it back then. fixes everything. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. That fixes everything. Well, I mean, yeah, technically. Again, don't overcomplicate <laughs> your yeah. solutions here. Just like, why make it illegal in the first place if it's that easy to, like, I wonder, like, how, go around it. how the family came into this. Like, did they go up and be like, can you please just adopt her? You don't even have to yeah. do anything with her. Uh-huh. Just adopt her. Yeah. So we can say, that, or were they overhearing it and being like, hey, 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 we'll don't take yeah, we'll adopt you. Yeah. And then you guys can get married all you want. Yeah, probably. Because it's like, oh, the future empress, like, yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll take her. Huh. Yeah, okay, we'll, well make some money off of this, because I'm sure they did. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, to make everything worse, Octavia is 13 at this time. Okay. Of her marriage to Nero. This is where our, our girl... Lacusta comes in. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Lacusta. So Lacusta is an assassin and a poisons expert. Wow. Not long after Nero and Octavia's marriage, Lacusta is caught and sentenced to death for being an assassin. Oh. But before her execution, Nero's mother, Agrippina, steps in and stops it from happening. Oh, the drama. Yes. I I mean, it could have been like she is like two weeks away. She's like in prison and Agrippina comes in and is like... I'm getting you out of here, girl. But I imagine it like yeah, no. she is up there mm-hmm. ready ready to be murdered. Oh, yeah. And like Agrippina runs up. Oh, yeah. They She's have like, the axe like up in the yes. air. Yeah. Okay. So on that note, uh-huh. how do you think people were executed at this time in year 40-something? Oh, oh no. 50-something at this okay. point. Okay. Okay. Um, oh, gosh. Was this like the weird days where they did like the rat and the bull thing? <laughs> You know? Not yet. Okay. But, like, I mean, it's just as tame as that, basically. Okay. Um, yeah. They, hmm, uh, removing something? Cutting something off? Um, I mean, you're you're on the right track of, like, it's awful. Okay. <laughs> it's terrible. So the most common methods were to be buried alive. Oh. No. Crucified because. Yeah. Okay. Bible. Yes. I didn't, like, connect years, that. Yeah. Like, this, this is not like, long after Christ. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, buried alive, crucified, or thrown off a cliff. Okay. <laughs> That's, like, the lazy way. I right? Feel. Just, like, ugh, there's, like, a cliff, like, yeah. a half-mile walk. Let's yeah. just, like... They just have, like, four people each, like, pick them up by a limb and just, like, fuck <laughs> them off the lift. Yeah. And then they probably just walked away, didn't even check to make sure they're yeah, dead. They're that's just probably like, good. Yeah, see you later. Um, so, occasionally, they would also be literally thrown into a lion's den. 
or oh. be killed by other wild beasts. It wasn't always lions. I should have thought of that. Right? Again, yeah. the Bible. I didn't connect those dots. Um, so, anyways, uh, Agrippina saves Lacusta. She hires her to be her and Nero's personal assassin. Allegedly. Her okay. first job, because I don't want her to sue me, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> She's probably got great Allegedly. representation. Yes. Yeah. Allegedly, her first job is to kill the current emperor. Agrippina's uncle husband <laughs> and Nero's great uncle dad father-in-law. Yeah. Ah! So much. <laughs> so Lacusta conspires with Claudius's food taster, the person who's supposed to make sure that the food is not poisoned. Yeah. And poisons his food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. Yeah. Right. But it didn't finish him. He was hanging in there. Uh, so Claudius's doctor comes in and he's treating a very bedridden Claudius and he tells him like, dude, you ate some bad food. I don't know if this is food poisoning or like poison poison, but you have <laughs> to barf. You have to food. Get- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you have to like get this shit out. Yeah. So to help Claudius throw up, he shoves a feather down his throat, which is what they did <laughs> okay. back then to make people throw yeah. up. I don't. Uh-huh. I hate that. Gross. I hate that. Fucking gross. <laughs> Ew, the texture of a wet (laughs) feather going down your throat, the more I think about it. It's real nasty. Yeah. So the doctor does this, and Claudius dies just immediately. Oh, okay. (laughs) Turns out the doctor was in on the scheme the entire time and had a second dose of poison on the end of the feather that he shoved down Claudius's throat. Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. You can't trust anyone. I was going to say. It's... (laughs) It's so fucked. Okay. Mission accomplished. <laughs> yeah. Nero becomes emperor. Um, fun so, fact, Nero is now also the pharaoh of Egypt. Okay. And his royal title is Emperor Nero, ruler of rulers, chosen by Ptah, beloved of Isis, the sturdy armed one who struck the foreign lands, victorious for Egypt, ruler of rulers, chosen of none who loves him. Only Nero. <laughs> and a Sagittarius. <laughs> <laughs> add that at the end. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Did it? That's wow. a lot. Who who does that? Like, did he name himself that? Or I, I don't know. But is it just like he like threw threw a discus like really well? And they're like, ah, oh, sturdy arm, sturdy arm. Yeah, put that in there. The sturdy arm. <laughs> like, come throw, from? Throw that in his name. Yeah. Like, like ruler of rulers. Victorious for Egypt. Like, yeah, like what rulers is he ruling? Uh, here's the issue. Uh, Nero's baby brother, Britannicus, Mm -hmm. could argue that he has a better claim to the throne because he's former Emperor Claudius' (laughs) More related. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, okay. (laughs) Britannicus hasn't argued this, but the possibility that he could freaks Nero out. So Nero sends Lacusta on her next mission poison little baby Britannicus. He's not actually a baby. He's 13. Still sad. Okay. That's a baby to to me. It's a baby. Yeah. Uh, Lacusta isn't super stoked over this idea, but she's in no position to say no to the ruler of the Roman Empire, so she half-asses her murder attempt and gives little Britannicus too little poison so that she's fulfilled her duty. She's poisoned him, but it didn't actually kill him. Uh, mm-hmm. It should have been more specific. Uh-huh. Poison to death. Right. Not just <laughs> I did poison, poison a little bit. I poisoned just a him. a little drippy drop. I don't know what you want. I did what you told me to. Lacusta, mm-hmm. how maternal of <laughs> her. <laughs> and then as every time that you hear something like slightly okay or semi almost good or decent happen, 
it's just going to shoot right back down. So just mentally prepare yourself for that. So as we know, uh, am, I near, not, am I not going to like Lacusta? Oh, no. Lacusta, she's doing her damn best. I oh, mean, okay. I like her. Okay, okay. I think she's just doing the best I with was... what she was given. But just Nero has to always step in. Gotcha. And make everyone's lives miserable. Okay. I was very prepared to love her. So oh, I, yeah. To... I okay. can't help but love her. I mean, she's poisoning people, which is bad. But like... Don't a, poison people. Not to completion. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Just don't. Don't poison to completion. Don't poison and you're fine. Just a bit. I mean, just a she teaser. She did poison a lot of people to completion. <laughs> But <laughs> she did what she had to do. She is a woman in your 40-something yeah. and 50-something. Yeah. Like, what this, can you do? This is your job. You yes. Know? So Nero's an asshole. Unfortunately, he isn't a dumb asshole. <laughs> I mean, he kind of is, but not as dumb as we would hope. He immediately understands what Lacusta's up to mm-hmm. and personally, personally flogs her until she agrees to kill his brother. So okay. she does. At a dinner that is attended by the whole family. And Britannicus is laying there, dying of being poisoned. And Nero's like, oh no, guys, do you see this? Britannicus is, is clearly epileptic. And everyone's like, yeah, you're wow. right, Nero. R.I.P. Britannicus. And he just gets away with it just that easily. Great. Uh-huh. So Nero at least is feeling more secure in his position, so he lets Lacusta retire, Aww. which she deserves. He gives her a nice little country estate, which is okay. surprising considering he just flogged her. But, you know, yeah, she murdered his brother for him. So. Yeah. Thanks, Lacusta. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Is he like, he's like going to set this estate on fire or something? But naturally, there's catch. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's no way that she just gets to retire. And- it's not too bad at this point okay. for her. Um, he's just going to send assassins in training to her home so she can teach them her poisoning skills. But, like, we're all looking for yeah. remote work right now. Yeah, that's like, fine. work from home. Yeah. That's a pretty sweet gig. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she does that. Um, and Nero's feeling really good about himself now. I don't and know that I would, like, call that retirement. It really um, isn't. Yeah. That's but... what they considered retirement. Yeah. Because she is working from home. And she is Working from home is still work. killing people anymore. Yeah. She's just, well, indirectly. Right. <laughs> yeah. She's still She's kind guiding of, the hand Her hands that are still a little dirty. Others. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, so... But Nero's feeling great about himself now. Like, his position, he feels, is secure. So he starts having a torrid affair with a woman named Popea. Just, I love the... Popea. I love torrid affair. Love <laughs> torrid that affair. Torrid affair. <laughs> Nero's mother, who, remember, was in on both the murder plots of Claudius and Britannicus because Lacusta was their yeah. assassin. Right. As well as a bunch of other murder plots. Um, she didn't like this affair. She managed to have one singular good bone in her body and actually liked Octavia, Nero's wife. So Nero, not giving a singular fuck about anyone but himself and his own interests, was determined to sleep with whoever he wanted without his mom's judgment. Which, like, like dude, just divorce was a thing at this time. Divorcer. Yeah. Same thing that I would tell someone current day. Yeah. Just sleep with whoever you want, and your mom shouldn't judge you. But maybe divorce your wife first. Yeah. (laughs) So. I feel like back then, I don't, 
I mean, not, you know, by today's standards, you know, don't sleep with other people when you're married. Right. Like, yeah. Back then, I feel like they were doing it a lot. Like, mm-hmm. everyone. Yeah. Right? So. And his mom is such, like, a skis ball, just like him. Yeah. You would think she wouldn't care. No. So it shocks me that she does. Yeah, it is odd because you would, especially the way that he is and everything, it seems mm-hmm. like you would, she'd be that mom who's like, oh, but he's my perfect boy. Yeah, it's my baby. He can do whatever he wants yeah. kind of thing. But yeah, so but that's no. interesting. Mm-hmm. She likes Octavia. Wow. Okay. Who yeah. would have thought that she <laughs> get a great mother-in-law yeah. here, Octavia? <laughs> she also is trying to semi-rule um the Roman Empire through Nero. So, like, think of Nero as Cusco, and okay. she was Yzma, she, if you will. Okay, she was that kind of royal mom. Yeah, but she likes Octavia. That is That's the something. one tiny good bone of her body. So, um, Nero just sets up an entire plot where his mother will be on board during a shipwreck and die. Seems like Nero should have kept Lacusta, Lacusta in his payroll because a shipwreck seems... Very extra and expensive. I was going to say, yeah, you're going to sink an entire ship. Mm -hmm. And how are you going to, like, guarantee that? That seems hard. Like, that's a a very hard way to kill somebody. And there's going to be casualties. Yeah, you You can't, can't tell me you're going to put her on a ship and she's not going to be suspicious if she's the only one. There's other people on the ship. Yeah, you can't, like, cut a brake line. Like, yeah, this is a lot of money, casualties, goods. Yes. Yeah, unless you're just going to send her, yeah, on the ship with nothing on it and no one on it. (laughs) And And you're still losing a whole ass ship. Like, this is expensive. Yeah. Huh. I mean, just don't kill people in general, but, like, if you're going to... Yeah. Don't do this. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> like, just a good old-fashioned poisoning I was gonna say, seems we... way more also, like, humane. Yeah. Somehow. I mean, it also just seems like <laughs> this is, like, total opposite of what you just said. Like, it doesn't <laughs> seem very humane. And I'm over here, like, you also, like, can't guarantee, like, they're dead. How do you know, like, right? what if they make it out? Like, people survive shipwrecks. She like, does. At least, oh, I She survives say. it. So you can watch <laughs> someone be poisoned. Everyone watch there and watch Britannicus die of epilepsy. Oh, oh no, he's epileptic. He's never had a <laughs> yeah. seizure in his life. Yeah. But so... he has epilepsy. At least you knew he was dead, like a shipwreck. Like, you're forever gonna wonder, like, did she make it out? Right. Yeah. Well, he didn't have to wonder. She survives. And she's pissed. And she makes it on, swims to shore. Uh, and is immediately murdered by one of Nero's men. Oh, don't, uh, oh, oh. Why didn't you just do that from the beginning? So he just had people waiting on shore in case the shipwreck didn't work. Allegedly. So they can still <laughs> kill her. But you still lost a ship. And everyone, like... That's so much effort. I, this is what I'm saying. Nero is pretty dumb. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> he got away with the Britannicus murder so easy, it seems like you could have just had someone go kill her in her sleep. Right. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> but you went okay. through all this and... Anyways. It's like, it's if you're gonna be, like, a bad guy, like, a villain in history, yeah. you know? Like, uh, be it... I don't know. That's like, what I'm saying. This isn't. You're not even good at it. You know, That's like you're not I'm even saying. like a badass I villain. Don't want like, no, to you're be an bad. idiot. I wish everyone in history is a hero and wonderful and perfect. Right. But we know that's not how history is. No. So if you're gonna be a bad guy, go full like, just Vlad the Impaler. Don't be a 
idiot. Yeah. Unless that's going to save people's lives, I guess. But in this case, it just makes things messier. No, it's I not going to save anyone's lives. Any shred of respect for you being an idiot about it than if you were just going to be a badass. Yes. You know, like, come on. Yeah, he's <laughs> not a fan. He's a dumbass. And he's still sleeping with whoever he wants. Mm-hmm. Now, especially that his mom's gone. Primarily yeah. Papea, who becomes pregnant. Okay. And Nero is completely uninterested <laughs> in Octavia and their entire marriage. He even attempted to kill Octavia a few times by strangling her. Oh, no. And Octavia is very refined, like... Yeah. The people loved her. She's smart. She's beloved by all her people. The Roman Empire adores her. That did not stop Nero from divorcing her so that he could marry Papea, um, which he did less than two weeks after his divorce from Octavia. Okay. And she gave birth to his brother or something yeah. somehow. Like, <laughs> what is going on? This is okay. A shit show. Oh, well, so, I'm glad Octavia made it out. She made it out. Oh, and they they do not have any children between the two of them, Nero and Octavia. Nice. Yes. Good, good. Pa- but For a lot Pompeia of reasons. But is pregnant. <laughs> right. So the subjects of the empire were very much Team Octavia after the divorce. Yeah, beautiful. I would be too. Oh, yeah. So Nero and Papea throw around some accusations oh of Octavia being sterile, which is the excuse he used to divorce her, like on the grounds yeah, that seems... of her being sterile. Yeah, pretty, yeah. Yeah. They also said that she was sleeping with a famous flute player, which I hope she was. Yeah. She deserved to get some from a hot flautist. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. And I... <laughs> <laughs> okay, no. I also love the word flautist. Out. Yeah, I was going to say, like, <laughs> I hope it was huge. <laughs> don't, don't put that in there. <laughs> Sorry. Maybe I will, maybe I will. Memorize <laughs> where this blip is. So, but I do, just for the record, for the record I hope I that do too. she was just getting and her brain that it was out. still so good. good. I just hope it was chef's kiss for her. Yes. So Nero used the latter reason to have her banished from the Roman Empire. Okay. The people are still not buying these accusations because no. they're smarter than Nero. And they're still Team Octavia. Yeah. So there are riots over her banishment. Statues uh, of Octavia are put up. Wow. Statues of Papea are pulled down and destroyed. Ooh. Uh-huh, which I love. And now Nero has more fixing to do. So what does he do? What do you think he does at this point? Like, what's the most... Obvious solution. He's gonna kill her. Yep. Yeah. Like he's he's <laughs> he doubles down. Mm-hmm. Gonna kill her. Yeah. Yep. I'm shocked she's made it this long. Honestly, truthfully. me too. Yeah. I thought it would have been a poisoning or some harebrained scheme that yeah went horribly wrong. <laughs> <laughs> some expensive. I mean, a stage a shipwreck. of shipwreck is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Like I, oh man, I don't know what this dude is. Yeah, that's a lot to unpack. Ever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so we have to like. Kind of meander back to the point at which his mom had wandered back onto shore and been immediately murdered by one of Nero's men. Okay. This man, okay. the one who near- murdered Nero's mom, uh-huh. um, he, Nero talks to him and he's like, hey, I've got a deal for you. If you admit to sleeping with Octavia and getting her pregnant, I'll just exile you. I'll exile you to a sweet little home to retire in where you can chill for the rest of your days. And his buddy's like, yeah, that sounds great. And so Nero accuses Octavia of sleeping with his friend and having an abortion, which makes 
literally no sense because he divorced Octavia on the grounds that she is sterile. Ooh, yeah. This is like uh, Henry VIII, Anne Boleyn. I'm going to have the marriage annulled, but then have you executed for adultery. story because Nero's buddy is backing it up and confessing. And they're thinking, like, why else would you confess unless you're actually guilty? So Octavia is executed. I do not know how. It's not... I couldn't find it anywhere, but I really hope it was, like... One of the they, slightly more peaceful ways. Yeah, not they, crucifixion. Like, they complimented her den. to death in yeah, her sleep. Like, <laughs> what's wrong with the guillotine? I know it wasn't invented yet, but, like, that's so much quicker. Poor oh, Octavia. Octavia. I hope it wasn't, like, the lions or the crucifixion. That's no. all I can say. What are the other options? Thrown off a cliff. That's not great either. No, it's not great. This is all kind of bad. Yeah. I Again, I hope that they just complimented her to death <laughs> yes. in her sleep. She was executed by living out her days yeah. until she died of old age. By cuddles. <laughs> by cuddles. <laughs> by eventual heart failure at the age of 93. Yeah, painless heart failure. <laughs> yes, that yeah. sounds great. She looked beautiful yeah. and happy. Yeah. <laughs> That's what she deserved. Um, okay, this is really sad. So we're going to get back to Nero and Papea. They begin life, married life in a really rough way. So Papea gives birth to their baby, mm-hmm. a little girl who dies at only four months old. Mm-hmm. And Papea shortly after becomes pregnant with their second child. During her pregnancy, she begins arguing with Nero about him spending too much time at chariot races. <laughs> just like, just... That doesn't so even great. sound real. <laughs> but also, like, doesn't it sound very parallel to life now yes that's the thing like that it sounds like yeah like a joke or something stop going over to your buddies to watch football like i need you home like with me i'm pregnant but like back then it's the chariot races you spent this many coins at the chariot race like i'm pregnant can you stay home with me i could literally die at any point yeah (laughs) like as we know yeah whether it's by you or just anything else yeah a million other things that are killing people right now yeah um so Nero responds in a manner that's very typical for the type of person he's shown himself to be and he kicks her to death what his pregnant wife (gasps) yeah and he's not able to take any type of responsibility for his actions he blames her death on her dying in the stillbirth of their child fucking Asshole. Wow. Asshole. Nero mm-hmm. is a zero. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, that's terrible. <sighs> Kicking somebody to death. Your pregnant yeah. wife. That is. Who just lost a baby. Yeah. Ugh. Because she wanted to spend more time with you. Yeah. Like, you were at the chariot races yeah, too she much. she really just wanted to be with you. Like, listen, everyone else hates me. All I have is you, yeah. Nero. Can you please yeah. be home? And, and like, you kind of got me into this mess, dude. Wow. Like, not a huge fan of Papea, but damn, she didn't deserve well, that. No, Nobody like, does. What, except in, maybe Nero. Yeah. Well, like, what can you do, that. you know? Like, that's one of those... Just his, history, mistress, conundrums of, like, can it, I mean, could she have said no? Right. Like, yes. who knows, like, how much of a victim she was here. Exactly. Before Especially getting like, kicked to death. Kicked that to is death. 
any kind of like beating or bludgeoning to death or kicking to death, anything like that like, is like, yeah, it makes me nauseous. Yeah, like your stomach does a little like. Yeah, that's so personal. Yes, like he has a clear anger problem. Yeah, um, and he does have some weird sort of guilt about the brutal murder. Of his pregnant wife. Not too much, because he plans on marrying one of his mistresses almost immediately after Popea's death. The only issue is that his mistress is already married to someone else at this point. Well, just kill him. Easy. Oh, no, no. Close, though. <laughs> kill both of them. Screw it. <laughs> just kill, <laughs> kill all everyone. Yeah. This is what we're on track to do at this point. Yeah. So Nero does the only logical thing and forces his mistress's husband to commit suicide. Oh, so he can marry her. Because then it's does. technically not him killing the person. So his conscience oh. is clear. Yeah. It's like, it's technically not your sister. Yeah. <laughs> like, technically. They also had for... Um, Nero's adoptive father and his mother to get married when they were uncle and niece, they had to like jump through some hoops because that was also illegal. So they just kind of managed to get their way around the rules. <laughs> it's like, I think the rules are there for a reason, guys. Yeah. Yep. I think maybe you don't marry your niece. Yeah. Um, so Nero just can't get any worse at this point, right? Like he's hit his maximum allotted asshole for a lifetime. I hope so. Right? I really hope so. No. (laughs) Not long. After his marriage to his mistress, he comes upon... This is like... This makes me, like, need a barf bag nearby. He comes upon a little slave boy, Sporus, who weirdly resembles Nero's dead wife, Popea. So Nero decides that it's time to upgrade to full-on... I don't usually use this word, honestly, but it's time for him to upgrade to full-on cunt. And he marries this little boy and castrates him so that he doesn't go through a full puberty and look like a man. Rather, the little boy version of his dead wife forever. And he dresses Sporus up as his wife, calls him his wife, actually refers to him as Papea. Maddie is just like... (laughs) Yeah, I frozen. Have there's no words. No, you. This is something where like if you like made it up to like put it in a movie or something, it'd be like no, that's way too far. That's a, that's a bit. We can't much. do that. Yeah, yeah, but like no, this is real life. Yeah, if I were watching, if if there's like a movie on Nero and someone puts this in here, I would be like, like okay, wow, that was is... obvious. Like some artistic. Yeah, that license was, way was too taken much. here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. But no. Um, And he doesn't do any of this, like, making Sporus his wife. He doesn't do this because of, like, the homosexuality of the matter. No. That wasn't an issue, really. No, no, that's not it No, And it was, like, a bit of a scandal. But Nero openly had a wedding ceremony with a man prior to this. Uh Uh-huh. I don't know if that wedding was considered official or okay. anything, but he did have like a public marriage to another man. Yeah. So it, that's not why. He he did this whole messed up thing because he was trying to alleviate his guilt yeah, over say, killing this Papea. Is weird guilt issues mm-hmm. and yeah, you know, from killing somebody with your body. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, no, it's not the homosexuality because I think like ancient Rome, you know, I think homosexuality was kind of I feel like things were a little more accepting in some ways 
too much in some ways. A good amount. Like, yeah. Good. Like, people should be able to marry the same gender, but you also shouldn't... You also? You also should not be throwing people into lion's dens. Right, yeah. Or poisoning your little brother and blaming it on epilepsy. Yeah. Yeah. So or, there's, there's some good, there's some bad. Yeah. Or kicking your pregnant, your pregnant wife to death. Wife to and death. then being like, no, no, it was birth. It's like, okay, birth is traumatic, but like you don't have like bruises. <laughs> from, All like, over your body. Yeah, yeah. Like broken bones in that way. Like, mm, mm-hmm. wow. But. Yeah, he's. <laughs> he's he terrible. He's an absolute loser. And by this time, everyone in the empire has turned against him. Um, no one's listening to his commands. He's telling people what to do, and they're just basically telling him to go fuck himself. No. Yeah. <laughs> not doing <laughs> Which it. I love. I love the idea of Nero being like, go fetch this for me. And someone just looking at him like, <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> and then just walking away. Or just telling him to go fuck himself. That yeah. would be great, too. And Nero has no idea what to do. So he flees Rome for a little bit. Still can't figure out what to do, because he's a semi-idiot. Comes back to Rome, spends the night at home in his palace, and he wakes up and realizes his guards are gone. Actually, everyone in the palace is gone. Um, He's running around the palace, and it's empty, and he's like, okay, (laughs) I guess all I can do at this point is just die. Okay. Because this, that was just kind of how it was in the Roman Empire. Like, committing suicide was a very popular thing. Um, I would guess it was because the executions were so brutal. Oh, yeah. It sounds way preferable. Right. And then to be executed. And you're watching the executions. Like, you're seeing someone get ripped apart by a bear. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, you, and you're like, that'll change you. that one. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Like, different times, whatever. Like, nope, that's still gonna, mm-hmm. you're not gonna wanna, you know, Go sign up for that, that after. Right. Yeah. You'd rather just kind of do it on your own terms. Yep. And he was thinking, like, okay, well, I don't want to kill myself, but I'm going to make someone else kill me before I get officially executed. So he's running around this empty palace, going room to room, begging for someone to kill him. Oh, how pathetic. Uh-huh. I love that yeah, for him. Yeah, he deserves this. Yeah. And, <laughs> he, and he's just screaming for anyone to even acknowledge him. And there is, there's no one. There's no one there. Ooh, and he's, like, losing it. He's losing <gasps> it. And at this point, I don't know why I love this so much, but at this point, he reportedly yells out, have I neither friend nor foe? Ooh. It's like, that's how shit you are, Nero, yeah. is obviously you don't have friends. Yeah. Like, they have. he has allies still who are in it for what they might get out of it. Yeah. But he isn't even, like... People hate you so much, you don't even have enemies anymore at this point. Like, no, yeah. no one's even willing to kill you. No, they, they just want nothing to yeah. fucking do with you. They hate you so much, you're not even worth it. You have neither friend nor foe. I also, like, I picture, because, like, I mean, he said that allegedly. So I'm picturing, like, someone just hiding in this palace, you know, sitting there like, <laughs> what a loser. <laughs> like, like, I, I uh, know that it was, like, a servant or something. Yeah, like, like, hiding in a hidden corridor he didn't know about. You guys, like, he was running around like an <laughs> idiot, begging people, asked if he even had any friends or enemies. What a loser. No, that would be us. They'd be like, okay, we need to evacuate while Nero's asleep, and you and I would be like, okay, we're just gonna, like, hold out in this, like, yeah. little corridor, and we're gonna watch him through this little, like, 
people. Yeah. <laughs> and we're people just going to be yes. on a podcast. Yes. Just, give the people what they want. Exactly. <laughs> just so we can talk shit about a shit person. Yeah. Love that. <laughs> um, he runs out of the palace to a river, considers him, considers throwing himself in. And then he's like, no, I can't do it. And, oh which is so funny. Like, it was so easy for you to kill everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. So turns out death is a heavy subject. Yeah. yeah. Turns out it kind of is awful to die. Yeah. Look at that, Nero. One of the few allies he has left offers up his villa for Nero to stay at for a little bit, which is just like four miles from the palace, not too far. And at this time, Nero is declared an enemy of the state, which, why wasn't he? Yeah. Forever ago. Right. Nero runs off to his buddy's house with Sporus. Poor Sporus. I know. Yeah. He's just there along mm-hmm. for, oh, God, like, I, I, yeah, I don't know. He's just dragged along. This poor, poor, this. poor baby. Yeah, kid. Yeah. No, that's um, A few other men come. He's trying to work up the nerve to end his own life. And he's like, hey, guys, why don't one of you kill yourselves first so I can see how this is done? Like, just lead oh. by example. <laughs> And he's so pathetic. And his friends were like, um, pass on that one, douchebag. Yeah. Nero just could not end himself. And at, and at this point, he can hear the horsemen coming to take him to be arrested oh. and likely executed. Yes. So he makes one of his friends kill him. No. And the horsemen arrive as Nero is on the ground bleeding out. And they try to stop the bleeding and save his life I'm just so they can, like, properly execute him. You yeah, know? right. But Nero just yells out... Too late, suckers. I'm not being fed to lions. <laughs> and then dies. He dies right there. And that is the end of Nero's reign. So going back to our girl, our girl Lacusta, she's arrested along with the rest of Nero's henchmen, paraded through the streets in chains and publicly executed for her relation to Nero. Oh, that's where this was going? Yeah. All of that for Lacustas? <laughs> what? He Nero brings everyone yeah. around him down. Everyone. Oh. Even our badass bitches. Yeah. Who have questionable careers. Well, I mean. But what can you do? I don't know. Like, I mean, if you, like, where do you draw the line, you know? Because, like, as soon as, as, soon as you said, like, oh, yeah, and his female assassin, I'm like, what a badass, you know? Right. And I then know. it's like, yeah, but then she killed people. I'm like, oh, no, that's bad. Yeah. <laughs> Why is it like the assassin's like cool, but then like the actual nitty gritty of it is like, oh yeah, oh don't oh, do no, that though. Bad. Can yeah. you just call yourself assassin? Yeah, yeah. And don't actually kill people. Yeah, only- but again, she's a woman in the Roman Empire. She's yep. gonna do what she's gotta do. She's gonna do what she's gotta do. Yeah. And the things she's gotta do are not not good. No. And maybe she doesn't gotta do them. I don't know. I, mean, I don't know how I feel about it, but I do feel sorry for her somewhat. I do. Mm-hmm. I also feel sorry for her. And I don't think that a lot of that time was glamorous, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, people had bad jobs. And yep. people were a lot more used to brutality back then, a lot more used to death and stuff. So, you know, who who knows, like, how yeah. they were really, you know, viewing her back then. It is odd to me that everyone hated Nero so much and then when he was dead they were still I mean, I guess I guess it makes sense ish to kill 
people that were in his service or whatever. But I feel like if those so, people yeah. came forward, they're like, no, I, I hated him. Like, I'm glad he's gone. I, I feel like we could all just move this on. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so that's too, that's too bad. Well, this is a really interesting little like tidbit on the side too is Sporus at a banquet not long before the fall of Nero Mm -hmm. had given him a, I believe it was a ring that depicted on it the kidnapping of Persephone Mm -hmm. by Hades, Mm -hmm. which is like very symbolic, I think, of Sporus. Yeah, but Nero's Hades. I've heard he was actually a pretty chill dude, and Nero's the worst. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, except for that. Yeah. But Nero's but still, not going to get the parallels because he's an idiot. <laughs> but there is, like, rumor, because that's what this podcast is about. There is some gossip. There is some rumor mm-hmm. that that was the bad omen that led to Nero's downfall was that ring. It was just... Okay. Yeah. That's it was a like fun bad concept, luck. I guess. I like it. Unfortunately, that kind of leads to Sporus's unfortunate end. Yeah. Which I'm probably going to tell you. Okay. It's terrible. Yeah. Sporus, of everyone, Sporus deserved the world. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. I'm, of course, no one's going to die nicely here. Yeah. I don't think people died nicely back then. So, no. nope, you might as well further ruin my I'm day. I'm just going to, like, leave. rub the salt in here. Yeah, um, let's hear it. So, he... <sighs> He, like, allied with someone else who was trying to take Nero's throne. Because it was just chaos after Nero died. Yeah. Everyone's trying to become the emperor. Yeah, that's rough, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he allies with someone who eventually gets killed. And another emperor takes over. And so he's like, mm, you allied yourself with my enemy. So oh, I'm going to kill you, Sporus. Okay. So kind of the same thing as Lacusta then. The method was fucked. He was going to have a gladiator-style play of the kidnapping of Persephone. It is technically called the rape of Persephone, Uh but back then rape didn't mean sexual assault necessarily the way that it does now. Right, yeah. It mostly meant, like, kidnapping. Okay. Or, like, taking someone or Yeah, Yeah, like, stealing away with someone. So... Uh, and then Sporus was going to die at the end of this, be killed yeah. at the end of this. Which is not how Persephone's story ends, so I don't know where the logic even was in this, but there's <laughs> was no just, logic in anything. No, there's not, no, no, yeah. It's like, and then, yeah, he comes out of the box and you die. Yeah. Well, <laughs> wait, what? Wait, um, but this isn't even how the story goes. Yeah. It's like, huh. so, um, Sporus obviously doesn't want that to happen, so Sporus kills himself, which, like, I don't think I will ever say this in another scenario, but, like, good on him because at least he wasn't killed in a gladiator-style no, play. for entertainment. This, I would say this is preferable. Oh, So, yeah. like, I guess good for him. It so, was on yeah. his own terms and, mm-hmm. yeah, not for people's entertainment after that was, everything that you've been through. You don't like, deserve to be humiliated like no. that. Like, he's already been violated enough. Yeah. He did not deserve to be humiliated in front of the entire Roman Empire. Nope. So that was the very rough <laughs> story. That was, like, we dove right a in there, lot, everybody. Yeah. yeah. But that is the story of Emperor Nero, the fifth Roman em- emperor, and Lacusta. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. 
there and there it was. <laughs> so now take a moment to recover. Yeah. Drink some mead. Drink some mead. From your cool goblet. Uh-huh. Or go to the thrift store and find yourself a cool <laughs> goblet to drink mead from. Yes. Go get some local meads. Yes. They are you can find them. Yep. They we are support delicious. a local mead. Yep. We love the Huckleberry Mead. Love a Huckleberry Mead. That love is a, local to us. Love a nice traditional honey mead too. Mm-hmm. I love delicious. It. So uh go drown yourself in that and <laughs> Uh, low-key forget everything that Emily just told you, but don't forget about this podcast and watch out for our next episode, which will be just as juicy. Yes. So have fun talking to your therapist about this and (laughs) And let us know what you want to hear about next. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Hi, this is Emily and Maddie popping back in just to say that in the future, we will be doing a little segment at the end of every episode called A Fresh Cup. So we will just be talking about more current day gossip, non-historical gossip, and spilling the tea. If you have any stories, any family history, any juicy, juicy gossip that you want to send in, please message us on social media. Yep, you can find us on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of that at the handle Spill the Meat. That's S P I L L T H E M E A D. So you can find us on any social media platform at Spill the Mead. Spill the Mead is written and produced by Emily Bourdon and Maddie Gervais. Music is composed by Nicholas Lee. You can find him at nicholasleemusic.com. That's N-I-C-H-O-L-A-S-L-E-I-G-H-M-U-S-I-C.com. Thank you for listening, and we will see you in two weeks.